Welcome to 10 Minutes, a breakout investor podcast. Today, we are talking about TFF Pharmaceuticals, ticker TFFP, with Brad Stevenson and Florian Bushek. First, a disclaimer. No one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company stock, you must do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investor Discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much, much of the research content is free. After registering and logging in, use the search bar at the top right of any page. Type in the ticker and the results will give you a link to the research post with this podcast and to other discussion and research relating to today's company. Now to our topic, TFFP. Florian, can you give a little background about the company and explain why breakout investors should be interested? Yes. So what is special about TFF Pharmaceuticals is they have a technology platform, um, the thin film freezing technology. which Thin, yes, thin exactly. film freezing. Okay. Uh-huh. TFF, uh, which they themselves licensed from the University of uh, Austin, Texas. And so what this technology does is it turns drugs um, from liquid form or from a solution into a powder form. And that is protected via IP and patents. And, and so this is firmly in their hands. The benefit of certain drugs in powder form is they are more effective. Um, they get to the place where they need to be, for example, the lung in high concentration without affecting the rest of the body. It makes the drugs more resistant to heat, for example. And then certain drugs are also just more bioavailable via inhalation, for example, instead of injection or digestion. So are we and, talking about uh, drugs that are related to the lungs, or are you saying that the lungs are an appropriate delivery mechanism for all manner of, of, of drugs? Both, actually. So the internal programs about which I will talk uh, later, um, those are really directed at the lungs. But in general, certain drugs are just better bioavailable by inhalation. All right. So I'm, I'm seeing two potential benefits here. One is it's an alternative way, in some instances, a more effective way to deliver the drug. And I'm also thinking that this is almost like freeze drying the, the pharmaceutical. So the military, for instance, I know is, a, is very interested in this because it's, it's a way to store and transport a drug uh, and maybe even keep it for a long period of time without having to worry about you know, breaking a vial or, or any such thing. Have I got that right? That is absolutely correct. And they are even involved with the military, but details are not yet disclosed, but we do know that they are working with the military in certain, in certain drugs and applications here. And when you say more effective, that is also very much true. And that brings me directly to the two internal programs. So they have two drugs in development. One is directly against uh, asthma, um, Vori is the abbreviation, I won't say the whole name. And the other one is Tecrolimus or TAC. So Vori is against <laughs> asthma, but the, in my opinion, big opportunity is Tecrolimus. So what does Tecrolimus do? It is already on the market and it is used for organ transplants, for example, the lung. So when you get a new lung, um, 
the inclination of the body and uh, the immune system is to fight it. And tacrolimus is basically used to suppress this reaction and make the transplanted organ better available so that it's basically not attacked. Are these so drugs the in de development or are they selling them currently? No, they are already on the market. They are already, but not via powder form, right? So they are, I'm not sure if they are injected or if they are orally administered, but they are already in use, very heavily in use, in fact. The issue with tacrolimus is that in order to get the needed concentration to the lungs, when you have a lung transplant, you need a very high dose. In fact, you need such a high dose that you damage other parts of the body, for example, the kidneys. So tacrolimus in itself is actually almost toxic. Now, what you can do though with thin-film freezing is you turn tacrolimus into powder form, you inhale it, and then it gets directly to the place where it needs to be, which is the lung. And you can do that in very small doses so that the rest of the body is not affected at all and it is directly administered where it needs to be at the lung. So how far away from offering this product to the market is thin film freezing? When should investors expect to see an announcement and revenue? That is a very good question. Um, it's certainly a few years in the future. However, they plan to have an NDA, a new drug application, in the next 24 months. And they are going to go into phase two uh, into a phase two trial rather soon. And once that is done, that should be very short actually because they only need to demonstrate safety, which is almost guaranteed and effectiveness. From then they will partner. So that is clearly the goal to partner about, um, to partner with a bigger pharma company. And that's basically when we should first see some kind of monetization. From an investor perspective, then, what's the, what's the timing on a catalyst for seeing the stock beginning to move? Probably um, results are going to come out, safety results in the next weeks, I think. And then when they start the phase two um, and that is completed, will probably be next year. Brad, uh, you're going to talk about some of the external partnering relationships? Yes. Yeah, so they have the internal uh, candidates that Florian was talking about, but then the second part of, of the business model is, is uh, what they call business development or partnership opportunities. Um, the last, the last report that I saw from the company said they were, there was more than two dozen finished formulations of small molecule and biologicals, um, and that they had multiple partnerships and a growing backlog. So I wanted to talk about a few of those. Uh, let's start with vaccines. <clears throat> so vaccines, they have the ability to convert liquid-based vaccines to powder. And what the benefit of that is, is that they would be able to bypass the need for cold, cold chain distribution. And you might recall, uh, uh, believe one, one of the uh, uh, COVID-19 vaccines uh, had to be at minus 70 or something, something crazy like that. And so it would, it would solve that issue. Um, they also have a number of partnerships underway in the mRNA vaccine space. And if you um, kind of look through through what else they have going on, they have what's, what they call new chemical entities. And the potential for those is for COPD treatments, CF treatments, rep respiratory distress syndrome. They also have other partnerships focused on platforms like MN MNRA, SRNA, 
The potential for those is to deal with migraines, insomnia, Parkinson's disease. Uh, Florian mentioned earlier, but uh, a partnership with DARPA, uh, which is a second, they're, they're a secondary contractor to formulate countermeasures for battlefield threats. I thought this was actually rather interesting and underappreciated in the market when it came out. But the ability out in uh, difficult conditions where the military might be, being able to absorb these drugs into the skin or the eyes and protect them from warfare type viruses. I thought that was rather interesting. The informal surveying tools that, that I have at my disposal to, you know, just get a sense of the community indicates that uh, TFFP is one of the most highly followed and one of the most highly uh, regarded investment opportunities. Why is that? What, what, what's so exciting about this company? What's, what's the upside that people are seeing here? I think the upside that people are seeing is the potential for not only the success of the internal drug candidates, which would alone, those alone would justify a larger market cap than what it is right now. But all of these multiple partnerships that they have that I think um, validate the formulation, validate the science or the technology. There's so many in the works right now that there's so many shots on goal that uh, most investors feel like that it's just a matter of when, not if, they hit some home runs with some big partnerships that drive some real revenue onto their books. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm not very experienced in investing in these type of pharma plays. So they've got a lot of shots on goal. Florian said maybe next year with respect to some of their internal. When, when might this stock move? What, what's, either one of you, what, what would set this thing off? Is this something to keep an eye on or is this something to own right now? Yeah, absolutely. So we, the CEO, Glenn Mattis, um, guides to two material deals per year. And those two deals are still to come in 2021. So there are only a bit more than five months left now. So any, t- any, any day um, they could disclose a material deal with upfront milestones, with royalties, whatever that might be, with probably a bigger pharma company. All right. Well, Florian, you're not a gullible guy. You think that we should take the uh, CEO and his word here? If uh, he said something in the past, that you believe will result in him making some material announcements this calendar year? Yes, I think he is very, very trustworthy. He's also very, very experienced um, in business development, especially. So if he says he has deals on the line, um, it's rather sure that he actually is going to deliver on that. He's he's not uh, the typical scientist, sort of a little bit confusing. He's really a business development person. That's a great note to end this. That's 10 minutes. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Florian. We are Breakout Investors. This podcast is meant as an easy on-ramp to understanding today's company and the research and collaboration we do. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on our discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com.